Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. And now here's your host, Michael Fries. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to Transport Topics, where you can receive exclusive access to our Top 100 lists, quarterly magazines, and other news surrounding the trucking industry. To subscribe, visit ttn.ws forward slash ttsubscribe. You can also text ttsubscribe to 571-622-0001 to become an official member of Transport Topics. That's 571-622-0001. Last episode, we celebrated the truck driver and the work they do delivering goods and services to our nation. However, the trucks can't properly perform if it's not for the fleet technician. So for this episode, we celebrate National Technician Appreciation Week. The Road Signs team was in Cleveland for the American Trucking Association's Technology and Maintenance Council's Fall Meeting and Super Technician Skills Competition. And we asked the question, what does it take to not only become a successful fleet technician, but be one of the best in the country? In the busyness of the TMC Fall Meeting and Super Tech, we were able to catch up with Mark Zakos, president of DG Technologies, where he presided as committee chair for the Future Tech Competition featuring the best student technicians from across the country. But first, we'll speak with current TMC chairman, Todd Coter, and learn his perspective and advice on the career of the fleet technician and how he uses his experience to lead the new generation of techs. Here's our conversation. We are here at the ATA TMC Technology and Maintenance Council Fall Meeting here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I have a very special guest with me, Todd Coter. He is the chairman of the TMC. Welcome to the show, Todd. Thank you, Michael. It's a pr- pleasure to be here. Great, great. We just wrapped up TMC Supertech, uh, highlighting the best uh, in the industry when it comes to auto technology. Um, uh, how are you liking the show so far? Oh, very exciting. Uh, very uh, challenging workstations for the contestants. And uh, I think everything went off without a hitch. No major problems. So. All right. Well, that's good to hear. That's good. That's good to hear. Yes, it was. It was, it was uh, you know, Randy Patterson ran a pretty tight ship. So. He, he always does. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah. I, I, you know, since this is uh, Technician Appreciation Week, I, I want to, before we get into your, your role as chairman and everything you've been doing with, with TMC, I, I want to ask you, on a personal level, how did you get involved in all technology, and, and what inspired you to, to to have the career you have now? So I, I have an interesting story. My parents owned a construction company when I was growing up, and uh, my act, after-school activities were going to work. It wasn't football or baseball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, my, my path was predetermined pretty much by the family business so after school I'd, I'd go to work from probably age 12 or 13 mm-hmm. 
and uh, ride into work with my older brothers. And I would grease backhoes, check tires on dump trucks, and, and whatever had to be done to get ready for the, for the job sites for the next day. So, so I guess I was born into it more than anything. <laughs> so I mean, from, you know, from, from that point, I mean, was it something that you, you, know, you know, like, this is what I'm going to be doing for, for the most of my adult life and, and my career? Well, I guess I thought I'd be a partner in a construction company, is <laughs> <laughs> what I thought. But I, I really enjoyed the challenge of working on equipment and, and uh, you know, troubleshooting equipment. And, I'm, you know, I'm going back to the 70s, right. late 70s. And, mm-hmm. But that was high tech back then, mm-hmm. right, compared to what we have today. So, yeah, I just truly enjoyed it. I invested a lot in tools and, and uh, just, just grew with it. So, What was that particular moment that you thought to yourself that this is what, this is what I can do? I like doing this. I'm good at it. Well, I, I went to vocational high school mm-hmm. for, for auto mechanics. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, that's, that's, it was predetermined, really, by the family business what I was going to do. And I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And, again, enjoyed the challenge of it. And uh, then I moved to Maine. So I grew up in New Jersey. And I moved to Maine when I was 15 mm-hmm. and uh, finished high school. And uh, I knew I could turn wrenches. I knew I was a, I was a good technician or a good mechanic back right. then. Mm-hmm. And, and I was good at what I did. And I was very thorough at what I did. And, and uh, I actually landed a job with, with heart transportation at mm-hmm. age 17. And I'm currently still employed there. They, they've been purchased by Bison Transport out of Canada. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in the same same building that I started out in okay. 42 years ago. Okay. Yeah, that's, you know, that, that's, you know that, that, that career path, you know, especially in today's um, landscape, you know, that's, you know, you, you, I would say you're a unicorn. And, and that's <laughs> and that, one job. Yeah, yeah. In, in that sense, you know. But, um, you know, you know we, we fast forward, you know, you, you, you're in your TMC, you know, you're now the, the chairman. And in, in your speech in Orlando, when you you became chairman, uh, you know, uh, and past chairman Randy Obermeyer introduced you. You, you had told a story about, uh, I, I believe, a, a pre-trip inspection, and it's just kind of how, how new new equipment inspection. New so, equipment. so I, I spec all our equipment, mm-hmm. or I did back then. I, mm-hmm. I still spec some of it today, mm-hmm. and uh, so whenever typically you would you would do a pilot review of, of a new piece of equipment at the factory. Mm-hmm. And I decided I would just do I do the pilot reviews when they arrive to me or at the dealer. Right. So I inspect every brand new piece of equipment that I purchase. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not looking, <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. What you're getting because mm-hmm. everything, no matter what it is, has problems. Mm-hmm. So so attention to detail is my theme, and attention to quality. And uh, I would write pages like. 30, 25, 30 items I'd find with every vehicle, mm-hmm. something that's wrong with it, whether it's routing a clipping, wrong parts installed, wrong systems installed, no systems installed, mm-hmm. wrong size tires. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's endless. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and if you're not doing that, I'm sorry, you're, you're <laughs> overlooking some, some problems that you have. You know, and, and like you said, you know, that, that is one of the themes that uh, that's the, the, the top theme that you want to promote as chairman in, in, in that one word quality like we spoke in back in Orlando in, in our past interview. Um, what, what are some of the things specifically kind of, you know, taking a deep dive into that, that word quality? Uh, you know, they're you know, paying attention to detail is very paramount, especially in, in the career of an auto technician. What are some of the things that you want to instill in the council to really hammer that point home to, to the technicians and the fleet managers who attend, you know, these events? So anything you do in life, you should do what? the utmost quality. Mm-hmm. Like why, why do something not complete or 
I, know what I can't even use the word I want to use, but half-assed, I guess. But, right, that's okay. Right, right? So, so, you know, do, do the job once. Mm-hmm. Do, do it right. Do it once. Because mm-hmm. uh, you always seem to have time to do it over again, mm-hmm. even if you didn't do it right the first time. So why wouldn't you follow through with quality? Mm-hmm. And to me, it doesn't matter if you're filling out a repair order, mm-hmm. a, a shopping list, whatever you're doing. You, right. you know, specking a vehicle, you want to have quality involved in everything. And one of the major automotive manufacturers quality was job one Mm -hmm. and you don't hear that anymore so like what happened to quality in in our society it's it's Mm -hmm. just vaporized so so i mean just having having that you know that that one word that that the whole concept of quality and 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 tmc you know as i said that that is the 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 focal point of of your tenure as chairman um what are you know some of those um I guess discrepancies uh, when, when when it comes to you know having having that quality check. You know, w- where is that disconnect when, when when you do see those particular problems? I mean, I, I know it's it sounds easy. It, it can be explained easy, but it's it's much harder. The problems are easy to find, right. but they're a little tougher to define why why they happen. Mm-hmm. And so, about ten years ago, we we purchased a hundred trucks, mm-hmm. and that's when I started my quality inspections, okay. and. Uh, so the first, we, we had 100 trucks purchased. We're getting 10 a month, t- delivery 10 a month. And uh, the, the first trucks, I wrote a page and a half on, on every vehicle for, for defects. And then uh, the second group, same thing. Third group, same thing. They flew a quality assurance person in from the factory. And he told me that I agree with what you're finding. And you will not see this on the next batch of trucks. So the next group of trucks came in, and he was right. 90% of the problems were gone. And then I think they probably forgot about me because the next 10, well, I was right back where I started. <laughs> so uh, quality can be there. Mm-hmm. But because of all that, what I went through and the other procedures I followed through on, on getting those, me inspecting those vehicles and having others inspect them, I got invited to the plant six times that year to meet with different engineering groups. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to learn that the person that was running the uh, ABS wires mm-hmm. had a clear frame rail. The person that was running the fuel lines had a clear frame rail. The person that was running wiring, everybody had a clear frame rail. Mm-hmm. And it was up to the person on the assembly line to make all that fit in three minutes or less. Mm-hmm. So that's where the quality breakdown was, okay. was that poor guy on the assembly line trying to just shove everything in there so he doesn't get whatever, the discipline for not getting that vehicle done in time. And uh, the manufacturer was amazed that, they didn't realize that was happening. So so I'm a little fleet at a Bangor, Maine at the time, uh-huh. and we're showing a major manufacturer what their deficiencies are. So, <laughs> so it's kind of funny when you think about it. I, I would think of a huge mega fleet finding these problems, but you know. It's you know like you said if you, if you, if you don't if you don't see it if you don't look yeah you don't <laughs> you're not gonna see it I mean yeah so that's I mean just I mean it, it sounds like you know, it's, it's a, a communication uh, breakdown I mean in, in these places I mean as you know a, be it a big OEM you know or or yeah. a huge fleet so I mean so I mean what, is it just simple as communication I mean because does that would I mean does that uh, I guess break away that um, those discrepancies. Yeah, those barriers. It breaks, it breaks down those, those barriers because, mm-hmm. again, the engineers, they, they had plenty of room to put their stuff in when they drew that all up. It just they didn't realize that there were six other subsystems that were in their way. So, yeah, it, it, 
pretty remarkable, really. But the thing that I learned there was the manufacturers actually care. They listened to me. They had me to the plant six times, and uh, they heard what I was saying, and they rectified their problems. So it's not like they're just like trying to blow you off and say, "Oh, gee, what do you know? You got, you know, your small fleet out of Bangor, Maine," right. and and they were they were very intrigued and, and very very helpful and, and reacted to the issue. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I would suspect that you know when you know you are you are checking for deficiencies and and you're going up to you know that that OEM or or that that bigger fleet. Uh, describing that, I'm pretty sure that they'll be on board to 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 fix those problems. And I wouldn't think there would there would be. Um, any, you know, I, I wouldn't think there would be anything nefarious on both sides. I mean, to, to, to think of that, you know. But um, you know, we, we're kind of you know really getting down to the weeds and into that. Let's let's kind of go uh, that to the ten thousand foot view. You know, this being uh, you know Technician Appreciation Week. Um, you know, in, in that, you know, that, that, that search for quality and, and those frustrations when you get those deficiencies and, and the tech, technicians who, are, who are, are pretty much at the, at the front lines when, when it comes to that, you know, fixing, fixing parts, preventive maintenance and as such. Um, what, what, are those, uh, what are some of the things that uh, on, on that ground level that, you know, fleet managers can, can do to, to communicate better to, to techs? So, you know, there's not, you know, high turnover, you know, there, there's some, you know, retention success. What are those things um, that you see that can be done? I'm a firm believer in treating people the way you like to be treated. I've been at my, my position or with that same company for 42 years, and I have 35-year employees that work for me mm-hmm. that I've hired. And, and I truly feel they enjoy working for me because I treat them the way I like to be treated. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, it's, it's kind of that simple. But there's a lot more to it. You know, you have to praise your people. You have, you know, you have to train your people, mm-hmm. and and uh, let them know when they're not doing something right. But but do it nicely. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> again, treat people the way you like to be treated, and that's that's the way I've always lived my life. So, okay. you know, because one, of the, I mean, one of the things, especially when it comes to you know re- recruitment and, and getting new, new new blood in, you know. Um, you know, many, many groups are, you know, like, like Ryder, for instance, you know, they have a you know, military program where they, they train outgoing military to become technicians and, and other places going to you know, um, areas where, you know, most people may not be aware of a of career in auto technology or, or even going to a, you know, a, a tech school. You know, um, what are some of those things, you know, for everybody in this, in this hall, we're, we're in a hall, <laughs> but, but everyone in this hall right now is, wants to be a, a technician and wants to excel at it. But when we go outside these walls and you're, you're looking for new blood, what are, what are some of those things that, that maybe have you seen or have you've done it before uh, to, uh, to uh, encourage uh, an awareness into in, this profession? Well, one of the things I point out, I've had the same same position for all these years. I've never been laid off. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be trucking, mm-hmm. no matter how, how bad the economy is. Freight is going to move. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to me, it's a solid industry to be in. And, and uh, again, we're always going to be there. Uh, it pays well. You know, you, you, you could earn a lot of money if, if you're good, yeah. you know. And, and uh I know we have apprentice programs. I mean, there's training programs. There's 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 a lot of opportunities. You just have to be motivated. That's that's. <laughs> it's it's you know for such a complex uh, profession that, that that this is. I mean, there, there's a lot of like you said attention to detail and a lot of um, dedication to the quality to to be getting the job right. Because if you don't get the job right, you know someone gets hurt, so or you know or even worse, you know. Um, 
well, you know, that, I mean, is it that? I mean, I, I know it's not that simple, but it 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 comes down to communication. That's what that's why I'm hearing. It comes down to communication before it gets to the that wrench or or or, or getting on the monitor and, and diagnosing problem. So I mean, but it's, it, it's I mean, am, am I right in that assessment? Yeah, you are right. But but to me, when I try to motivate younger people to get into the industry, is is they have to have their math skills, their English skills. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. They don't think it is because they think they're just going to, like, turn wrenches or yeah. grease trucks or, or whatever. And, and we're technicians now. We're not truck mechanics. We're not, you know, we, we are technicians. And mm-hmm. technicians, because everything is so technical, as you pointed out, right. and uh, you're working on a computer, you're, you're diagnosing issues with computers, with lab scopes, with multimeters. It's, you know, it's not for the faint at heart, really, right. but yeah. you, you, you have to have some skills. But math, math and English skills are, are ultimately important. Um, you know, Todd, I'm gonna get you out of here. One last question. <laughs> uh, the, the, the um, you know, I explain. I mean, I was just talking about you know, getting people into the industry. Um, what are some of the things that you see in the young technicians today that, that are out here that that are very encouraging to you to 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 know that that it's in good hands? There's a lot of encouraging young technicians out there. I mean, they come in. They they actually have a five year plan. What what their goals are. And, and it could be they want to work on heavy trucks for five years, and then they want to go work on customizing pickup trucks, diesel pickup trucks with turbochargers and, and you know, all the chips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> all that, that area I don't know anything about. But, yeah, so so there's a lot of young people that are driven, and they, uh, they want to learn, but they also have their career path. It's kind of a shame because you get a great technician like that, mm-hmm. but you knew up front that they, were, they only plan on staying five years. Mm-hmm. And... They're going to stick to their plans. I mean, uh, kudos to them. I, I, I love what I do, and I'm happy where I am, mm-hmm. ecstatic where I am. But I, I was, I'm the old school, and I like stability, and, and I try to do everything I can long term. So, Well, not everybody can be a unicorn, Chairman <laughs> Cotter. <laughs> We've been speaking with Todd Cotter. He is the TMC chairman, and we are at the ATA TMC fall annual meeting and TMC Super Tech competition that just wrapped up. Todd, it was a pleasure having you on. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Michael. Hello, Roadside listeners. Dan Ronan here from Transport Topics. I'm here to tell you about our new extended cuts of the Road Signs podcast. If you like what you learn here, I think you're going to really love this. So what is the Road Signs extended cut? Well, instead of ending the recording and saying our guest farewells, We're keeping our expert guests around for an extra one or two questions to gather a deeper, fuller picture of the influential topics in transportation. We capture that insight and convert it into a printable download that will help you navigate the latest trucking trends and guide your next business decision. Considering the easy, linkable, and printable format, you can keep the extended cut for your next big meeting, send it to your friends and colleagues, or pack it up for your next big conference. So how do you get the latest download? Well, it's real simple. Visit ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. That's ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. Hey, Road Signs listeners. It's your man, Mike Freeze, here to tell you that the call-in lines are open. What does that mean, you may ask? Isn't this a podcast, not a radio show? You're correct, but we found a new way that you can call in and leave myself or my co-host, Seth Clevenger, a message. Leave us a message on new topics you'd like to hear more about or ask questions you may have about the trucking industry. Give us a ring at ttn.ws forward slash speak pipe. 
We are here at the ATA Technology and Maintenance Council fall meeting and TMC Supertech competition here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I have a very special guest. Once again on the podcast, we have Mark Zakos. He is the president of DG Technologies. Welcome back to the show, Mark. Hey, Michael. Good to see you again. I, I, I remember talking to you, and uh, great to have a chance to uh, talk again here. We were here a year ago, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had a lot of great, interesting things to chat about in the cybersecurity zone. So I'm happy to give you a quick update what, what, what we're all about. Sure thing. We'll, we'll get to that. But uh, you also have another role. I mean, you, you've been uh, very heavily involved with the, the Cybertech Task Force. But you also have a, another duty uh, as a committee chair for the Future Tech competition, which is, which is the student competition, a part of TMC Supertech. Uh, can you tell us more about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is really, um, I would say, fun mm -hmm. because, you know, the, the takeaway is that everybody works hard. The students work hard. Uh, the, the competitors all study and, and, and try to be prepared. Mm -hmm. And we, as a, as a running the cybersecurity station, mm -hmm. you know, I organized that and got all the equipment and I reached out to other people who wanted to donate or volunteer their time to organize the equipment in the station. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a lot of hard work and, and bringing it all together and make sure that it all goes as planned during that short time window when the students come through. And then, uh, yeah, you get gratification out of that, but I tell you what, watching those students perform you know, some of them are really quick, so it's really great. I, I, you know, I look at the questions and the and the challenge and the hands-on part of that station that we give them, and I'm wondering, man, I got to make it harder next year. <laughs> uh, you know, they're really the and and taking away you, you're not supposed to talk to them you know during the session and mm -hmm. and uh, you know got to leave them you know the, to their own uh, uh, work items but afterwards you get a chance to s see some folks and how did it go and, and you know the takeaways there so there were I tell you what there were a couple people said um, they didn't know my name you know mr. mr. Zachos is, is what they referred to me as but they said wow you really touch something here. You really is spark my interest. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go into this cybersecurity area, or at least I'm going to be able to learn more about it because it's such an important in our world, not only as a maintainer, as a future technician, mm -hmm. but all the things we do in our lives, you know, uh, that, that we have to be really cyber secure. So, you know, I felt um, so blessed so happy to have people say that to me after afterwards it's like um you mean you didn't want to come out and punch me in the nose it's like <laughs> no 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 we learned something as we went through what were some of the takeaways that, that you got from the students you you were saying that you had some conversations with them i mean what were some of the more specific things that that um that stood out to you well you know as as younger generation you know they have their phones and computers and they're online all the time mm -hmm. so uh in one of the takeaways is that i had two parts to the we call it a test or an assessment one was uh, a written part where you Okay, you have to have strong passwords and you know all the common things that we should all know. And um, I mean, they whiz through all that stuff, right? So getting getting them 
brought up to speed is it's, it's not necessary. Everybody knows, everybody's heard of that. Um, so in that space, um, that was really gratifying in, in a sense that they did finish really, really early, the written part with those, with those basic knowledge uh, uh, questionnaires. Now, the written part, could you explain what, what, was, in, what was in those exams, the, the, the type of questions? Yeah, it, well, there were type of questions if uh, you get a phishing email and how to verify that, you know, like your boss uh, said, okay, re, uh, go out and work on this, this vehicle and give me a um, download an update to your diagnostic tool from the web. Well, make sure that you have that uh, security checkbox on the on the computer there's something called a, a secure website make sure you're connected correctly um, and so I put it in 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 basic internet hygiene and um, of course these folks probably you know they're doing that all the time they're gamers whatever they do they're they're connected and they they probably live their life pretty safely online um, so those questions, I think I need to really beef up next year. Um, I'm not trying to make uh, the questions harder, to be honest with you. I'm just using that as a guide for them to learn from. Those are the basic things. And make sure you understand, uh, you know, yeah, you get it, or, oh, I didn't know that sort of thing. So another takeaway I'd like to share is that um, I got some feedback saying, oh, I learned some things. So that's really cool because that again that was my intention is to not just stress you out and you know make you you know grade A B C D is like right. you're, you're coming here you're gonna you're part of our industry f- future and I want you to feel good about what you're doing in the in in, in your career mm-hmm. and your career many times will touch the internet touch computers touch mobile devices and the electronics in the in in the trucks same thing they're all computers on wheels and you're you're more comfortable than most people are with that you know the the senior the seasoned technicians some just uh, are you know very good at brakes and engines and and you know mechanical stuff which is you know great because we you know we need that type of personnel as well mm-hmm. and then there's there's always this electronics that somehow gets into the <laughs> into the picture uh, sensors or actuators and and learning about that as well as how to keep those secure you know one of the things especially you know you've been in the air where you know the technicians were, were referred to as mechanics but now with mm-hmm. the the evolution of mm-hmm. so much technology that's incorporated in and mm-hmm. you know fleet maintenance of a, of a truck. Uh, is, it, is it encouraging to see in the student competition that you know, these kids have more knowledge of, of technology when they go into this vocation? I mean, was that, was that pretty encouraging? I mean, you had mentioned that, you know, you were you know, surprised at how swiftly they completed the written exams and just the overall knowledge. Um, was, that, was that also encouraging to see? That is encouraging to see. Um, uh, let me, let me um, morph that into a further uh, observation because um, it's great to see not only the students coming in, the young people, future techs coming in into that, into that uh, station, we call them stations, where they're, they're taking the assessment. But if you kind of look um, outside of the station in the, in the seating area around, mm-hmm. who are those people? 
Some of them have family members. Many of them have instructors from vocational schools. I've met probably four or five different, more than that, instructors who are just they're they're observing and they're you know they're there to you know give encouragement you know mental waves of encouragement they can't tell them the answers right, right. but so so after they the the, uh, the assessments over they moved on and I got a chance to talk to those instructors okay what, what was that conversation what was, what was those and conversations like? many of them are um, I would say all of them are co- cognizant of this cybersecurity space and electronic space and the future space of of you know the the students these people having the uh, more skills in the electronic internet area but here's here's something that maybe the listeners can um, think about is that those our vocational schools need resources right so what we need to do is create um, as an industry and um, content something that they can support them it doesn't need well money i'm sure is always good but we need to give them more and more of this new stuff this new generation stuff so those instructors and i were talking about hey how about a cybersecurity uh test station because part of what we did um in the future tech is written and another part is hands-on so i created something called a truck in a box oh, a truck in the box okay a truck in a box and had an engine ecu and a simulator in there and you know all the electronic uh, componentry just for the basic um, uh, cybersecurity uh, uh, work items for the assessment but i could grow that and um, just about everybody was, all the instructors were like, wow, how do we do that? Or how can we build our own? I'd be glad to help them. You know, so that's, having that equipment that, that the students can actually build into a curriculum uh, along with all the other great things that they're learning is, is super important, I believe. So, I mean, you know, having those students in to to get this this fresh take of what the industry is going to be like, especially in competition since we're here at the Team C Super Tech. But as we mentioned in the beginning, you know, you you are um, you you do chair the the cyber security task force. And we we had a conversation. We had plenty of conversations, um, you know, since then uh, about that particular subject. And one of the things that that really intrigued me and, and our listeners is that the the rallying call that you had with, with cybersecurity and just sort of um, fleets uh, not knowing what they they know. Um, fast forward one year later, how how are things going in that regard? They're going. <laughs> um, again, I think um, everyone's aware. So you know the messaging that I'm giving is something. I, I don't think we need to uh, give that same message as that, hey, you can be hacked or you can get you ransomed or all, you got fish. Don't worry. Uh, I, I, I think that's clear. It may not be universal, but I'd say, you know, here at TMC, it's, it should be clear. Uh, I haven't met uh, anyone who hasn't got that messaging from a year or more couple years of, of messaging what we're what we're really uh, I think still need to enhance is the coming together as a community of fleets uh, to help sh- um, understand hey what did you do what did you do how can we do better and beyond that this is even more important is that hey when you get hit 
here's my cell phone number. Call me on the weekend. I, I, I might work you know, for an OEM. I might be a, an advisor. I might be a, uh, maybe a co- competitor, but we're all in this together. And uh, that's one you know, great thing about TMC is I, I see people you know, every year, every meeting, and we become friends, colleagues, um, even if there's some, some com- competition behind us, we don't let that interfere with you know, what we need to get done. It's, you know, we're trying to do something for the industry. And cybersecurity uh, is the same way. So if I can create that community and grow this community of, of experts, oh, let me call so-and-so at, at, at that organization. Uh, like now the, the, the TSA guys are here from, from Washington. We had four guys from TSA in the, in the cybersecurity task force meeting here today. Everybody's got their business card. And they're here to help. They're from the government. They're here to help. But no, seriously, they are. And that way, this community continues to grow. We know each other. We trust each other. This is a basis of how we get better well it's definitely a great conversation when we're talking about this particular subject we've been speaking with mark zakos the president of dg technologies it's been a pleasure having you on again and thanks for so much information thank you did you know you can ask alexa to open transport topics in just one minute you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. What does it take to not only become a successful fleet technician, but one of the best in the country? As Chairman Todd Coter put it, the career of the auto technician is not for the faint of heart. Like with truck driving, there's a certain kind of dedication and discipline involved in pursuing this path. For Coter, it's a life that has been embedded in his family upbringing. For others, it's become a career choice that has proven to be a passion more than a job. Every year, that passion is on display at the Supertech Skills Competition, which crowned Doug Nichols from FedEx Freight as its 2023 Grand Champion. This year, the competition added a few wrinkles in the form of electric vehicle safety and a deeper dive into cybersecurity. Mark Zakos, a task force leader in cybersecurity, explained that the subject is well within the radar of the future tech student competitors. For those students, the specter of technology is not as intimidating as with past generations provides more of an opportunity to make a greater impact to fleet maintenance. So the next time when you thank a trucker, let's not forget to thank the tech that provides the crucial support. If you enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to reach out to the Road Signs team on X at TT Road Signs, or reach me at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we're doing by texting TT Survey to 571-622-0001. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Michael Fries. Thank you for listening. Wanna learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.